Can't do it without um, the daddies. But you <laughs> know, <what>? my <laughs> let's let's ignore that. Uh, wow. <laughs> Usually we're ignoring Drew on here, but <laughs> as if that's the strangest thing that's been said. Cam has taken the mantle. <laughs> everybody welcome to your friday content for bruise and bruins a the hockey podcast network podcast presented by bruins diehards bruins diehards and sponsored by DraftKings, a according to drew's dad and a drinkable podcast you can taste along those lines uh we we will be consuming some alcoholic beverages while we're doing this podcast would anybody like to reveal what they're drinking first well, Chris, I feel like it's a little underwhelming that I do because I just had a really cool beer, and now I'm I'm bringing it back to a classic. Ladies and gentlemen, you know it, you love it. It's the unofficial official beer of the Bruins Bruins podcast, Miller Lite. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see an interesting beer review from me, go listen to the last episode, or I tweeted it out on Monday night now. Um, so you can go look at that if you want to know actual beer stuff. But I figured after a 7.2% double dry hopped IPA, I'd cool it back a little bit with a classic and refreshing Miller Lite. Um, I've reviewed this too many times, so somebody else take it over. That's fine. Uh, our guest, Kaylee Allard, our very good friend. Would you like to go next? Yes. Um, I am drinking a Bud Light seltzer. It's like the tie-dye retro pack. It's the blueberry <laughs> one. And isn't like Bud Light your enemy? Well, yeah, I mean, we did just say on the last episode, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're Miller Coors people, especially Miller Lite. Um, I do like the Bud Light Seltzer though. They're they're pretty. Hey, good, whoa! You're not say. allowed to say that on the. Podcast. I mean, uh, not as good as the non-existent Miller Light Seltzer, of course. Uh, or the <laughs> What's the Miller Light Seltzer? They've got to have one somewhere, right? There's no way they just don't have a seltzer yet. Waiting, waiting for that. That's that so 2019. Right. Like, come on. They just they call them meltzers because they're <laughs> melting your mouth. Yeah, well, I'm a seltzer person. I'm basic. I always say that. I never have. I never have one of your guys' fancy IPAs. Can't do it. I've tried. It, it a, tastes a real. Like a real Colin over here. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, I just can't. So, but I am kind of late to the party, but these are actually bomb. Um, even though I'm supposed to say they're bad, but they're actually very good. Um, you you can like, just say that you're leaving this podcast here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be a good friend of the pod anymore. But wait, what am I supposed to rate it out of? I always forget the numbers. Oh, come on. Oh, no, think about 30, it. 37 of course, yeah. of course so it's drinkability and tasteability yeah so drinkability uh 37 for sure like get down this no problem tasteability prove it. No, <laughs> <laughs> <Shotgun>. <laughs> um yeah tasteability of 35 like it's a very light taste it's not it doesn't really taste like a truly or anything i wouldn't say that it's too sweet it is very light and crisp so that's what i like about it so notes of blueberry in there yes very, cam, very cam famously has uh, made <laughs> the, his feelings the blueberry, blueberry. to the podcast yeah oh, you like blueberry? I, uh yeah i referred to myself many times as a blueberry slut i would do <laughs> bad things for blueberry i love blueberries there's a perfect mix of sweet and tart you never know what you're gonna get it's like every time i'm eating a grape i'm like similar vibe but i just wish it was, were a blueberry. 
uh, Cam's Cam's new podcast, Bad Things and Blueberries. Hashtag fruit slut. Yeah. Well, I, I do like fruit in general, but the blueberries is the pinnacle there for sure. Well, it's blue raspberry, so. Oh, I just said blue. Well, that no, that's awkward. Yeah. I said blueberry, but it's the same. I'm gonna thing. just walk that one off. Quick, I'll be right back. <laughs> um, I'll I'll go what next because I uh, I myself have a seltzer, a uh, Corona seltzer. Um, it is passion fruit. Um, so I've been liking these because I have an allegiance to Corona for they make my they make me a gluten free beer, uh, especially for me. Not for anyone else. No, they're just naturally gluten free. So, and, and their 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 seltzers are great. Like their lime one, which you, you know has high expectations. A Corona lime seltzer, like it's got to be good, and it is good. They executed passion fruit is by far my favorite. Drinkability, I'll go with thirty seven. I'll follow Kaylee there. Um, can crush these. Cam, challenge me. Can you taste it? What do you no, taste? Oh, Cam. Oh, I can. What? <laughs> there we go. I don't have to. All right, Drew. Oh, I challenge you to confirm the thirty-seven drinkability on this podcast. So does that mean I need to chug the entire thing? Hey, you. You said. You is could. that is that what a thirty-seven? You kind of look like you're you're asking for the layup there. You're is that what a thirty-seven? I don't want to do that. It sounds like I, you want to do it. We won't make you do that if you don't want to do it. I'll but, rate it based on how much I can chug of it. He's a passion fruit slut. <laughs> Look, we won't be disappointed, Drew, but the the listeners might be, <laughs> even though they can't really see it. I, you know, while Drew drinks this, I am like, in hindsight, shocked that like Miller Coors, I don't think has dropped a seltzer. Like every other beer company is like. I mean, they probably own. Like, they probably do, yeah, or something. That's true. They probably own it, and it probably sells better under a different name. I also love that just everybody just copied like the white claw branding of like all white can with like trim of the color on the top and the bottom. And, like, make really, it all yeah, this, this markets to the right people. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm giving it a 37, even though I didn't just chuck all of it. I chucked about half. It was a valiant effort. We could see Drew. He gave it a good go. Uh, um, go Drew. But you'll still get the 37. Seltzers are my thing uh, for drinking games, which we'll get to in a little bit. Oh, what a tease. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Wow. Uh, I got some I got some news here. Uh so one, Miller Coors is now Molson Coors. Oh, let's uh, go. They got even better. Uh and they tried to do a Coors seltzer, but killed it off to f- focus on Vizzy and Topo Chico. Ooh, I actually have made it known on this podcast that I'm a huge fan of the Vizzies. They are my favorite seltzer. So I didn't even know the brand loyalty I had there, but it goes to show you that it's, it's <laughs> it goes down to the bones, boys. That's good. You say Molson, I say Labot, because I had a Labot the other day at the a main. Le- a what? Uh, a Labot. A Labot. Do you mean Labat? Labat. Labot. 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 Tomato. Daryl Fors brand. Um... I had I had one of Yeol beers at uh, at the uh, UMaine. Um, who did they face? UMass Lowell hockey game. I'm mad that I didn't know that was in Portland, even though I was working anyway. I couldn't have gone. Oh. But I'm still mad. I was gonna. It. I thought of it while I was there. I was like, maybe I should have invited Cam. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't be able to go. Anyway. <laughs> so speaking of Daryl Forsbrand, brand, uh, I didn't want to say it on the episode with Connor because. One, his name's Connor, and two, he has a very thick Boston accent. Um, Which I blocked by accident. I didn't even mean to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty smooth move over there. Uh, Sorry, but, uh, 
uh, Chanel was was talking about uh, Connor Garland and how like great of a fit he would have been in Boston oh. just based on the name alone. And then she sent me a Snapchat of her just saying Connor Garland. Connor Garland. <laughs> I so, to we'll, we'll have to have Chanel on okay. uh, next Vancouver game to tell us about Kana Galland. Um, so I'm drinking a uh, Bike Dog Brewing Company Holiday Bender Imperial Sour. Um, I wow. have had this on the podcast before, but it's been over a year because I think I got these around Christmas last year. Um, and yeah, it says... 2020 was utter garbage, but that doesn't mean we can't still enjoy the holidays. This heavily fruited sour was made for curling up around a fire in your backyard with family as you slowly numb from the cold inside and outside the can. (laughs) Heavy citrus with a subtle plum sweetness and a spiced ginger kiss. Um, I will say, um, I get almost none of that. It's mostly just sour. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really fucking sour beer. Um, so with that and the 7% alcohol, uh, it's very low drinkability. It's going to be like a an 8. Um, but tasteability, it's really sour. Uh, so I would say there's a little aftertaste of plum, I guess. So we'll give it a 10. But I mean, overall... This is a low score, but an enjoyable beer, you know? Um, this is the second time we've done this in a row. Uh, Drew had to transition from doing beers to actually hosting <laughs> yeah, the pod. Yeah, it's I think always all... <laughs> tough. We need to, I think, yeah, we need to figure that out. We need to play because it always happens. Whenever the host goes last in the beer, it's just like, <laughs> Chris, you got right, to do like another, another nasty guitar riff for me and just throw it in there. Oh, man, that would be great. Yeah, the transition riff. Um, So Drew put out like, two hours before the pod asking for listener questions. And we got one via email, not based on the tweet. Yeah. That was Um, way that was came to us this morning, which was uh, inspired (laughs) me to tweet. (laughs) (laughs) So shouts to our friend, uh, Patrick Laverty for, for the listener question. And thanks for sending us emails, send us emails, people. Oh, Um, we did get another uh, post email this week. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Um, Ooh, I have never once checked our email, so that's all you guys. It was pretty good. Oh, I want to shout out this kid. I forget what his name is. So let me so pull it up quick. Pull, pull it up while we're while we're going over this because this is a this is a doozy. Uh, hey boys, we're at the quarter pole of the season. So who would be your picks right now for Hart, Vezina, Calder, and Jack Adams? Thanks, Patrick in Rhode Island. Shouts to Patrick, our friend. Um, Drew, we'll start with you. Oh boy. Who is your pick? Let's go in a reverse order. Let's start with Jack Adams. The Jack Adams Award goes to, in your mind. Mm. So Jack Adams, to me, let me bring up the link. Well, what does page. Jack does Adams mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as I mentioned, I Googled it, and the first thing that came up was men's athletic underwear. So I don't know <laughs> who's got the, the underwear so award going so far this year. This I'm giving the Jack Adams this year to Jack Adams. So listen, Ooh, this kid, posthumously, this kid, 
<laughs> giving born... the man his own award. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Because listen, this kid was born on February 5th, 1997 from Boxford, Massachusetts. All right. He shoots right. He's 6'5", 212 pounds, uh, playing with Providence College right now. He's played six games, has zero <laughs> points. Um, but don't worry. But he's still the he's, number one Jack he's, Adams. He's, he's got a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the stat sheet. All right, that's all we need um, here. Yeah, but yeah, no. The, he's dude, a big this body. Kid, this kid's going to be great. You know, he's going to be coaching in no time with those numbers. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to see his expected goals against... Before we uh, get Jay Fresh, yeah, Jack Jack Adams of Providence College from Boxford, Mass. Uh, yeah, he's he's my pick. He's gonna be coaching soon enough this year, and uh, yeah, he's gonna turn things around for those uh, insert shitty team that needs a new coach. All right, sick, Kaylee. Who's your Jack Adams? Uh, I have to go with uh, Andrew Brunette because he came in took over Coach Q's place. Um, the Panthers are still rolling, so everyone knew they were a wagon, and it was pretty scary for Panthers and their fans to see Coach Q go after he kind of turned everything around. But rightfully so, he got kicked out of there, which was the right move. So got to go with the replacement of Coach Q for carrying the team and still keeping them up top. So the Panthers are a wagon, confirmed. Cam, who you got? Uh, I don't have too much to add. I'm just going to hit that with the hard RT. Um, obviously, with a with a roster that talented, it can feel like a little bit of a like a cop out or something to just give the award there. But at the end of the day, anytime you have a new coach coming in, um, you see that that boost for a little while, a lot of the time. But uh, to keep it going consistently is is impressive. Um, and at, at the end of the day, any change like that. You know, the day-to-day operations <clears throat> are going to change a little bit and stuff and the strategies, that sort of thing. Even if you're kind of trying to just keep building off of what was already going, uh, it's still a, a big role to assume. So uh, to see them come in and just not really miss a beat at all and keep being as dominant as they've been has been really impressive. Yeah, uh, I'm going the same way. Um, I think the only thing I'll add is that, you know, it's it hasn't been all fun and games, obviously. Like, this is... Uh, like a cloud over the organization when your coach gets fired for shit like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, also like they've, they've gone through some injuries like Sasha Barkov, like perhaps their, their best player um, has been out. Um, I mean, Ekblad looks like he's been, been pretty good, like coming back healthy, but like had that devastating leg injury last year. Um, yeah. Th- this isn't a team that was like, a surefire like these guys are are gonna be awesome no matter what no matter who's behind the bench so you definitely require some kind of steady hand back there and you know it deserves a lot of credit um all right let's go to calder let's go back to cam um yeah i think right now uh, i'm going lucas raymond from famously chris's detroit red wings um (laughs) Very impressive season out of him so far. Uh, what is he at? I think I'm trying to pull it up here. Yeah, nine goals, 12 assists through 22 games. Uh, any rookie who's producing at that level is obviously really impressive. Uh, he's averaging 17 minutes of ice time per game too, which again, for a rookie, obviously somebody uh, that the coach values. Granted, not the strongest Detroit team, but a team that is uh, climbing up again after a, a pretty big rut. 
Um, he's got a 17.3 shooting percentage, which is a bit high right now. Um, probably will come back to earth a little bit there, but he's still, again, is producing more apples than he is goals. Um, really impressive play out of him so far. He leads uh, all rookies in goals, assists, and points. Uh, that's usually the way those kind of awards go to. So I think uh, Lucas Raymond's the the guy to beat right now. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in and just do do the famous Cam retweet. I got nothing else to add to that. Um, Kaylee. So I was going to say Lucas Raymond too, but I'll add something. Um, I will say um, the beginning of the season, or I should say before the season started, I said either Caulfield or Zegris would be one of the Calder. I just want to put that out there because poor Caulfield, we all know what happened there, got sent down to the AHL. But he, I felt so strongly about him. Um, so this has been a crazy NHL season. I mean, it's always crazy, but I feel like there's been so many things that nobody had seen coming. But anyways, for as of right now, besides Lucas Raymond, I'm going to go with his uh, Red Wing buddy, Moritz Sider. Um, he's a defenseman, and I believe uh, D-men win the Calder like every few years or so. Um, so it's not as common. But um, for him, I mean, he puts up the points. He has 14 points in 22 games played. He has two Pretty goals good. and 12 assists. Um, he this guy guy's on hockey. fire. I mean, when he gets out on the ice with Lucas Raymond, I know they find each other a lot. Um, and I think he's had a couple assists on some of Raymond's goals. So this kid is 20 years old. Um, he is an absolute beast. And the Red Wings are the Red Wings are dangerous. The Bruins have them next, actually, tomorrow. So little um, rematch. Yeah, right. So that should be interesting. But yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Moritz Cider, a defenseman, is going to take it all this year. If he keeps it up. Drew, very excited for this. <laughs> All right. Well, to be frank with y'all, get it? Frank Calder Trophy, named after, of course, Frank Calder. Um, my Ooh. answer is also going to be Frank. It's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be Frank Demarvich. Now... <laughs> this guy may have been born on Armistice Day before it even happened. <laughs> before Veterans Fucking Day hell. was a thing, this guy was born on Veterans Day in 1907. And I have good news for you. He lived through World War One because he was on Team Great Britain. <laughs> Team Great Britain. In 1930 and 1934, despite being born in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, so some weird shit happened in his life. But anyway, he played one game in 1930 for Team Great Britain, and he played five games in 1934. Talk about progression for Team Great Britain. Um, he has no points. So sure, his, his only stats are games played uh, in his birthday. Uh, but he was Sick, a forward. Man um yeah it was the world championship so you know i but i think this guy he's gonna have a bounce back year uh this year <laughs> where did you um, find this shit i think i think uh you know frank's gonna win that frank calder he's gonna come back i think there's a i think there's a rule for being a rookie where like if you haven't played in a certain amount of years you're then a rookie again 
I um, I think if you're over 26, you're not considered a rookie. So well, look, when he was 26, he played those five games for Team Great Britain. Like, come on. So could you um, technically play of like your first full season at the age of 27 and not be considered a rookie then, or does it just take you out of like call the trophy race, like that kind of thing? Unclear what the actual rules are because I know we stretch the boundaries with. Uh, Kaprizov and Panarin mm-hmm. on both of those. Like, I think Panarin was 26. I'm curious if it's just like an awards thing or if it's like, I don't know if it makes any difference if like the league technically doesn't define you as a rookie or something like that. Or, yeah, I, I think it might just be an awards thing. Uh, probably, I think, yeah. I think Bennington was also 26. Yeah, especially for goalies too. Not that they ever give goalies any award besides the Vezina, but yeah. Speaking of Vezina, speaking uh, of Vezina. Yeah, gonna go with Jack Campbell here. Uh, I just looked up his stats, but I uh, ruined all that by looking up Miller Coors and Molson Coors. Hold on, uh, <laughs> goalie stats Jack Campbell has 12 wins, a 946 save percentage, a goals against of 164, and three shutouts. Uh, not too bad. There are a couple guys behind him that, you know, I think further down the line will probably challenge him because I don't think Jack Campbell's a 946 goaltender. <laughs> but uh, right now he's blowing away two of the best goalies in the league, or I guess three of the best goalies in the league, Igor Shesterkin, Frederick Anderson, Tristan Jari. I don't know if those guys all qualify as, like, dudes I would have said – before the season, like this is a Vezina candidate, except for maybe yeah, Shesterkin. Um, Jari, I famously on this podcast said that I didn't think he was a very good goaltender and then went and drafted him in a fantasy league and he's been paying off for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and uh, even Andre Vasilevsky's got a, a 926 and that I think has has a chance of, uh, you know, challenging down the line. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky nine thirty six, but hasn't hasn't played as many games. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of really good, a lot of really good goaltenders out there. But Jack, Jack Campbell's kind of blowing everybody away right now. Yeah, uh, I'll jump in and, and toss my hat in for Shesterkin, uh, if if not just for the the sake of a little bit of uh, variability here, if that's a word. Uh, that's Kristen, a word. Try that out. Nice. I I think I knew that was a word. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Shesterkin, I think, like Chris said, maybe not, I think somebody who you kind of had your eye on this year, I think I saw something, uh, as of like a month and a half ago, uh, yeah, so pretty much close to the beginning of the season, um, Sporting News had him coming in at plus 2,000 odds, which was not quite middle of the pack, um, but not a heavy favorite, Vashlovsky was a plus 380 odds, um, but yeah, I think he's been really impressive this year. Um, I don't know how if people are going to pull like the oh Tampa Bay, of course Vasilevsky is going to do well, which is not always true at all. Um, but yeah, no, Shesterkin's been pretty solid this year. Bruins saw that unfortunately last week. A um, lot of season to go, so this could be wildly different in a month, let alone you know four or five. But uh, I'll toss my hat in his ring right now. Kaylee, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to hit the old retweet on the Jack Campbell. Um, (laughs) 
It pains me to say, but yes, the Leafs are carrying the division right now. They are 16-6-1, but they've also played five more games than the Bruins. The Bruins are still at only 18 games played, which is the least in the entire division. Um, Don't get me started on the whole schedule thing, but um, Jack Campbell definitely has a good team in front of him right now. It's not just him. Uh, We all know that Leafs are inevitable for a collapse in April, May, what have you. So I don't think this will happen, but if the season ended today, definitely Jack Campbell, as you said, his stats uh, show the proof in the pudding. So I'm going to put my pride aside and say Jack Campbell of the Maple Leafs is killing shit right now. Woof. So Drew, <laughs> uh, really excited to hear from you here. Vezina. Yeah. Is that a yeah. name? All right. Well, you know what? You know, Georges Vesna, you know, God bless his soul. Uh, what a goalie. Um, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about another Vesna. Uh <laughs> you may not have heard of quite yet, but you you're gonna. Uh, and that's Jacques Vesna. Um, now Jacques, he may have been born in Hudson, Wisconsin, um, <laughs> but you can find him out there in Rio Grande Valley playing for the Rio Grande Valley killer bees of the CHL, or can you, I don't know. He hasn't played since 2004. <laughs> sorry, 2005, 2004, 2005 season, but anyway, now this is gonna blow your socks off. Now you know his his first season here. You know he's got two point four nine goals against average of .914 save percentage. That sounds great, don't it? Isn't that Vesna almost caliber numbers? Now wait for this. Following season, four point five four goals against average and a .85 save percentage. <laughs> now look. I know what you're thinking. This guy winning a Vesna with the Rio Grande Valley Killer Bees of the CHL. I know it. But look, it's a bounce back season once again. You know, he, he's got 76 goals against in uh, in 18 games uh, that season. <laughs> but, Kaylee is I mean, actually crying. If, if you're gonna I hate to back. give him this satisfaction, but this is the hardest I've ever laughed in like a month. If you're gonna bounce back uh, from anything, it might as well be that Jacques Vesna, um, born in 1979. Uh, we, need, we need to have Lancey make a graphic out of our choices for this. Um, and, and you know what? what? It, it looks like this. What? This website has a bunch of like graphs that like uh, you know go up and down, and it's only two seasons. But the only one going up, other than his goals against average, is his age. So uh, not much to write home about him yet. But trust me, end of the season, he's your best in the trophy winner. All right, and here's the the most important award. Uh, uh... <laughs> Thanks for that, Drew. Um... <laughs> The the heart trophy for the uh, most valuable player in the NHL, Kaylee. Who you got? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Brad Marsh and hot topic right now. But uh, without this guy, I don't know if the Bruins would have the same record that they do. They might have more in the loss column. Uh, he consistently shows up every night. Um, he has been on his best behavior until this week. Okay. It's been since 2018 since he's had any nonsense. You know that meme where it's like 
zero days since our last nonsense. Well, it was literally three years since his last nonsense. So he leads the team and points. He This guy has 24 points and 18 games played. Like, are you kidding me? He has nine goals, most goals, 15 assists. Um, just consistently shows up every night, um, scores the important goals. He's a grinder. Um, like that goal last night, um, he he had that assist on Pasta's goal. Um, so without him, that goal would not have happened. But he has just been carrying the team. Um, he's overlooked a lot for that. Even last year in the playoffs, he constantly showed up, scored one of the overtime goals against the Capitals. So he's just always there. And I feel like he gets better with age. So I would love to see him get the recognition he deserves and piss off all the haters. So Marshan for heart. All right, Cam, help me out. I got two on my list. I hope you take one of them so I can take the other. Who you got? Uh, I feel like I probably will. Uh, I'm going Ovi right now. Um, all right. He's just absolutely fucking tearing up the NHL at the age of 36. Uh, this guy's going to score 100 goals and pass Redsky this season. Um, not actually, but uh, ridiculous numbers. The production has been there so far. Uh, you look into the deep stats, the, the deep, I said that like the deep state. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fancy stats is normally what people call it, uh, which I hadn't dove in too much until uh, this afternoon. Uh, but they all back him up. He's driving offense. He's been surprisingly great defensively too, which I think is historically the thing that he kind of got knocked on. I think less so the last couple of years as he's gotten older, he's developed a lot more of a defensively responsible game. Um, but the fancy stats are shining on him on both ends. And uh, like I said, that production so far this season has just been absolutely outstanding. Uh, and to see a guy, obviously we are talking about one of, if not the greatest, just pure goal scorer of all time. Um, but to see that kind of production still just so dominant at the age of 36 has been remarkably impressive. Um, if he keeps it up, I think he's going to be a, a very serious candidate for the, for the art. Yeah, he's on pace for like a 70-goal season or whatever, and uh, he's I think this is his best pace ever in his career Yeah, I uh, think this so, far yeah. into the season. Silly. And I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a more certain candidate for for an MVP if if a player, you know, chasing a, a goal scoring record uh does does shit like that. But let me posit another player, uh Leon Dreisidel. Oh, who's who that? some <laughs> who some consider to be the second best player on his team. Um but let let me say, nay, this man has 20 goals and 20 assists in 20 games. He's on pace to score 82 goals and 82 assists for 164 points. That would be fucking something. Um, I, it would be a really interesting heart battle if both the Caps and Oilers, as they're on pace to do, make the playoffs and OV and Dreisaitl have those seasons. I mean, I, I think you're going to give the, you know, the story kind of goes Ovi's way. Um, but Dreisaitl's won a Hart Trophy before. Um, he's he's proven to be a an excellent player, even when playing away from Connor McDavid, um, a driver of his own line. Uh, and then when the two play together in the power play, it's just absolute magic. And I love watching that team play. So I'll say Dreisaitl. Um, Drew, who you got? I'm sure it's somebody normal. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, 
the Hart Trophy, named after David Hart, who was the uh, father of a former coach. So you know, you know, them fathers always, always taking credit for their son's work. I guess you can't do it without um, the daddies. But you Wait, know, what? my let's let's ignore that. Uh, wow. <laughs> Usually we're ignoring Drew on here, but as if that's the same. Cam Scott is taking the mantle. <laughs> Gotta give him a run for his money. You know, my my pick, my pick for the Hart Trophy. You know, he he may have been born in Philadelphia, but he started out his career in New England. Uh, and in 2015, Time Magazine named him one of the 100 most influential people in the world. That's right, it's Kevin Hart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he he won several awards in competitions throughout New England. Uh, they were amateur comedy competitions at clubs throughout <laughs> New England. But, um, you know, it led to his first break um, when he was uh, cast to the cast to the undeclared the TV series. And, you know, this guy, I think, uh, you know, he's been... <laughs> What a guy, right? I mean, Kevin Hart for the heart. Let's get it trending on Twitter. Like, come on, this you got. We got to do it this year. This is the year. I know he almost got there in 2015 when he was one of the 100 most influential people of all time, according to Tabs. Uh, not all time. I think just that year <laughs> of all time. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Oh. That you know what it will be all time if he can win the heart trophy. <laughs> if he, you know they talk about the egot, they never talk about the egoth. <laughs> You're gonna win your Emmy, your Grammy, your Oscar, your Tony, and your heart trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, oh. I don't think anyone has a better chance than Kevin Hart <laughs> at the egoth. <laughs> Uh, Cam, do we have a sponsor? Sure the episode title? Uh, we do. I just need to interrupt here with a second that I'm on Twitter right now and I see that somebody paid Gilbert Godfrey to read the Kachuk finger fighting oh, yeah. quote. And oh my that god, that is the best thing the internet has ever produced. I think it's good. I seriously watched that like 10 times and I laughed just as hard every time. Wow, that's that's Maybe amazing. He pronounces Kachuk, he's like Takachuk. Takachuk, it's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, what else is good? DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game <laughs> from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It is that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available yet in your state, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone who can play, which is everyone, <laughs> for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy sports contest DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code thpn bet one dollar on any team to score and win 100 in free bets if they score you score with promo code thpn this week at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl 
Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. One dollar rate required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook details. Call a gambling problem. <laughs> God, I keep missing that last problem. Gambling close. problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you got a gambling problem, just call 1-800-GAMBLER or call 1-800-GAMBLING-PROBLEM. All right. Thanks for that, Cam. You're welcome for that. Drew, Chris. uh... Just don't, yeah, don't let that happen. Yes. <laughs> don't let, don't make, actually, he's editing, so go ahead if you want to let it fly. <laughs> All right, so uh, for the second half, or I guess uh, the half would be probably too much to, we're 40 minutes in, and we probably don't need too much of this podcast left. Um, so we were asked a few weeks ago to put together a Jack Edwards drinking game. And I think we were born to do this, to be honest. And we invited Kaylee on to do this, but then she uh, had an illness befall her. I hope you're feeling better. I'm finally better. I like got put through the ringer. I had terrible sore throat and then I had like allergies so bad. I couldn't even open my eyes because they were so like red and watery. It looked like I was absolutely like stoned for like a week straight. Like I was... I was going through it because I would never miss a Bruise and Bruins podcast for sure. Yeah, we uh, the profuse apologies were unnecessary. We I felt so bad. I was yeah, like that was I said with way too much. Out you guys. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so invite me again. So C- Connor, a little behind the curtains, Connor, uh, who did our last episode, was like six minutes late for our podcast because he was writing an article about the the jake debrusque trade request how dare he (laughs) we're like we should be apologizing to you for making you do this (laughs) amidst all this bruins news so we wanted to save this though for kaylee because we this is this is right up her alley um are you saying more like right up her allard am i right hey whoa hey (laughs) wow um I got the. So I, I, I don't know if you guys prepared one. anything. I I put together like a, a short list of things that I wanted to be on the on the drinking game a, a couple weeks ago, but I'm sure there are plenty more. Um, so we'll we'll go around the horn, um, do it kind of like draft style. Oh man, I don't um, have anything oh, prepared here. I'm just gonna be honest. The only with thing this, I have prepared is my typewriter. Okay. Um, I got well, a few off the top that I can. Yeah, yeah we'll go go off the dome. We'll, we'll uh, let's start with Cam. Let's go Cam, Drew, Kaylee, and then me. Yeah, and then we'll swing it around until everyone else is uh, is out, and then I'll try and fill in the blanks. Uh, uh, Cam, go ahead. Yeah, so big big Jack Edwards favorite of mine. <clears throat> it's got to be tumbling muffin. Yeah, that was, uh, that just was because that's the number one draft pick. The thing is that like metaphors like that are supposed to make it like more easy to understand. And yet, if you ask anyone what a tumbling muffin is, I don't think a single fucking person can tell you what that looks like. And yet, that's supposed to make the game more understandable for people. Um, like, what the fuck is a tumbling muffin? Is it the muffin top? Is it a full muffin just rolling down a down a hill or a mountain? Is it like a specially prepared type of muffin that looks like a hockey puck? And uh, no one knows what it is um also so shouts it, to 30 rock uh been been re-watching that uh the jenna maroney muffin top song excellent stuff muffin uh, top is books. all that so what, grain, what do you have fat, to do for a, a tumbling piece muffin. of that and i just want to dance um nice that was yep cool 
What do you have to do for a tumbling muffin? Like what? Let's. I would like, assume drink you, that. So I would say I would say if you get a tumbling muffin, I would say that's worth like two or three drinks. What do you guys think? I think you have to a, keep drinking like, until the muffin's no longer tumbling. They're thinking two shots or like two sips. Like oh no 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 this, this is we're we're having a fun time. Just uh you know just take some sip. take some drinks of your of your alcoholic beverage that you're playing along with. One I big you don't need to like go to the liquor cabinet and pour out shots. Right, one, be one drank big until the next shot on goal. I would I would say take a swig. Let's let's do a swig for tumbling. Take a swig. That is so loud. I didn't know you had an actual typewriter. Uh, how do I make it? What is Drew on tonight? What is going on? He's just right, the last Corona seltzers. <laughs> you you have the number two draft pick. What are you taking? All right, I'm thinking. Now this is this one's gonna get you basically instant blackout because it's only been said once. Um, but it, it's it, if it's ever said again, you have to get blacked out, which is. Um, <clears throat> The Bruins knock off Montreal. Um, yeah, so. if he ever says Hearts of Lions, I think that that also qualifies. <laughs> no, he said that a couple times. Drive. Horton scores. The Bruins knock out Montreal. Oh, that lives in my head rent yeah. free. Chills, immediate chills. Yes. So uh, that's like a, like a shot of like moonshine or something like that's <laughs> that's like instant instant done done for the night. <laughs> Good For night sure. and tight. All right, Kaylee, what's your what's your number three pick? The one that always stands out to me, and I don't know what it means, but I'm gonna take a stab at it. So let me know what you guys think. He always says like he hits him like an executive desk toy, or they bounce <laughs> off each other like an executive <laughs> Oh, that is such a good one. Multiple times a season. Maybe like I feel like it's like every other month or every month he says it. I'm just gonna come out and say it. That sounds like a sex toy to me. I don't know if that's what it's meant to be, but that's the first thought that popped in my head. Was <laughs> I like, was thinking like know. stress balls, <laughs> probably. Like, you know so the... what I think is you know the I think it's called the Newton's cradle where the balls go. Oh, boop, 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 yeah, boop. Okay. Like a nest thing. That would make I sense. Because he says like they bounce off each other or like they got hit like an executive desk toy. See, just constantly hitting. Well, this see, that's we that's what Cam five. uses as a sex toy. Is this the weird thing? <laughs> he <laughs> likes to be cradled by Newton's balls. I have a couple ideas <laughs> of how that would work, Cam, Newton's and they balls. don't sound marvelous. I gotta go change my Twitter bio right now. Bro. Isaac <laughs> Isaac Newton. But I truly think that's famously. what it's Dee's Newtons. Isaac Dee's Newtons. Uh, <laughs> the name of the episode chris i guess the, the ball is back in you the the isaac newton's ball is back in your court balls here. balls are in my court <laughs> there's been like 20 cold opens this episode this is, yeah this it's is gonna be fun. tough to tough to go through um so there's some like real sexual things that i could go with and um but i'm gonna save them for later just in case you guys don't take them um i'm gonna go with anytime uh jack laments uh, composite sticks mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, longs for the old days of wooden sticks. Anytime someone breaks a, a stick and he goes, breaks his composite stick. Famously great <laughs> wooden sticks. <laughs> yeah. Imagine um, David Posternock ripping one time clappers with a fucking like wooden. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a nice ash stick. Just wants to... 
Uh, although it was kind of badass how they would like torch those fuckers. That's kind of cool. So like one of my but, favorite parts of Miracle is when they're like getting ready for the game and like you see him taping and the guy's got the fucking the little whatever it's called torch going to his stick to bang. Yeah, that's some cool shit. So um, I just want to say let's make sure we got yeah, what let's, that means. Let's go back and um so wait, gonna, did you did I'm going to type the, I I missed the last one too. So I think I might just be typing this up later. But unless we want to recap officially what the last one you was. You can add a couple times. Let's recap. Kaylee, what was yours was? Uh, executive desk toy. Executive. Still a, still a sex desk. toy, 100%. I think that's also worth Cradling a swig. Cradling Newton's balls. <laughs> yeah, Do you have to cradle Newton's balls? Or <laughs> yeah, you exactly. cradle Newton's balls and take a swig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one often because it always stands out to me. So I don't know what you want this rule to be, but I know he loves to say this one. Okay, so let's less less than a swig. Do uh, you know just a a sip? Yeah, pinky out sip. So so just a sip. Tasteful, tasteful, tastefully (laughs) dudes balls. Uh, I've got another one that's a pretty common one, so we'll keep this long. Just a sip. Uh, It's up and down the ice they go. Usually at, at TD Garden. Yes, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I do like that one though. That's a great like hot. Hey, you know, yeah. that is the best hot. How else are you gonna know that the action is happening? On the Up ice. and down the ice, <laughs> coast to coast. That's that's when it's been like five minutes without a whistle. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Uh, but it's pretty pretty common. I feel like we get that one every every few weeks, maybe at the at the at the least. So probably just a, a swing. Well, now, that now, now that I think about it, if if you're getting it every few weeks, I think all of these should just be like a good swig of beer. Yeah. Or whatever. No, but but yeah, I mean, you know, with the number of like Jack Edwards originally, I think you had, just muted yourself of them every of night, unmuting yourself. But if so, my question is for that one. So I got well, Chris, I missed your last one too. So we're gonna have to recap that one. But composite one, sticks, composite sticks. Okay, let me type that here so I can type that composite sticks. And what's that? A swig? Okay, um, yeah, sure. So up and down the ice they go. It can be one thing, but the specific in parentheses at TD Garden, I feel like that like garners like an extra, little extra sip. yeah, yeah, like a sip and a half. Yeah, because it's a home that. game, so take an extra sip if they're at the garden. Or actually, I think mate, well, that's probably a little bit too extreme, but I feel like if you, if you really wanted to go hard there, you could just keep drinking until the next whistle. <laughs> you might die. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> drink. How long? Two. Oh, I reached the end of the page. One sip per turnover to the next whistle. All right, Drew, did you join a newspaper and then like have to write on a typewriter? <laughs> They're like, "Hey, dying business newspapers. You know how we can get this thing really popping? Typewriters. Um, <laughs> we're going analog. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, we're just we're just going backwards. I got a, a some sick job security at a newspaper in 2021. Like that's yep. it's, it's feeling great. Uh, but drink to the next whistle. <laughs> typewriter not included and then uh drew i think the the puck's on your stick here all right um whenever jack doesn't understand why there's a whistle and brick <laughs> immediately <laughs> explains why the whistle occurred um, i think I, I think that one's that one's another that's a that's a swig for sure, yeah. Uh, but that that, that I, I find that hilarious every single Always time. Funny. 
Definitely happened in the last game. Yep. It happens almost every game. It's almost, almost a guarantee. One time. Kaylee. Um, another classic. One of my favorites is this building is vibrating. All yep. right. So that's like that's usually during like a playoff game or like, you know, a hat trick, like something crazy happens. So this one might be a little more rare, um, but he will definitely say it if the garden is rocking. So this building is vibrating. I don't know. Should that should that be a chug? I would say like at least a quarter of a beer for that. Yeah. Because plus, you know, something good is happening with the Bruins if the building's vibrating. So you should yep. chug. Yeah, that. you should already be celebrating. I'm anyway. with I'm with the chug until he says his next words, which usually, you know, then he gives the space for commercial the break. A while, so he's like, chug <laughs> until he talks again. Just finishing three beers while there's a break. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, can I jump in line here just because I've got one on the same Abs- theme? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, usually it said maybe right in the same sentence, but how is your entertainment factor? Is the long the Yes, I love this one. Classic Jack Edwards one right there. How's your entertainment factor tonight? Uh, yeah, that one, I'm probably going to smash a beer on my head and chug it anyway, but I guess it's kind of the only choice there. <laughs> yeah, that one, you finish your beer and smash the can on your face. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Oh, so you finish the beer and smash it over your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In no particular order. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's a, it's a, if it's a bottle, you smash it over your head. <laughs> Freaking ding sound. <laughs> it's like Drew's baking cookies on an easy bake oven over there or something like. Um, all right. I'm gonna go with any reference to pugilism. A <laughs> an antiquated word for fighting. Once again, Jack just murking the waters even further. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I, I think uh, 95% of the people who know the word pugilism know it from Jack Edwards. <laughs> and, and what's the price? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good swig. Uh, good. Meanwhile, Kaylee's playing along. <laughs> I'm pushing out, though, so. Uh, Drew, you're up, friend. <laughs> See, I didn't prepare anything for this. Just I've been this type pretty on brand. Um, if we're gonna be honest. Let's see. I think whenever he goes, oh, you know, like <laughs> 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 we're doing a Jack Edwards drinking game, not a George of the Jungle drinking game, Drew. <laughs> well, that's ba- whenever he makes a sound that you second guess for George of the Jungle, because sometimes he's like, he's scared. <laughs> you know, he goes, oh, in there uh like even he's surprising himself which usually he's surprising us with his commentary also um, not a doc emmerich drinking game oh no that's a little he's different scar. that's like a that's a score that's like a, like it's some fanciness to it Jax is just oh you know? no mr bond i'm uh, scarred so, uh, how do i spell that uh, a w H O H H A W O H H. Um, and that's, that's like uh, you have to. Oh, what? You spelled out like a woo ha woo. Like, <laughs> so when he says, ow, ow, this, this is very much the most subjective rule. 
<laughs> okay, fine. Um, maybe it gets crossed out. All right. So then my real one, I'll throw in Hearts of Lions. Uh, so we got that in there, and that's a shot. <laughs> I think it's my turn, right? It is your turn. Um, one of my all-time favorites is um when he says, "Who has more fun than us?" Yep. And that's like usually when he's talking with Brick, and he's like. Who has more fun than us? So, and I know sometimes like the first game of every season, he'll says, welcome to the, he says, welcome to the 2021 who has more fun than us tour. I know he said that yes. like a few seasons at the beginning. So I just love when he says that and I associate that with him and Brick. So like, and also he doesn't say that that often. So I think that should be another chug who has more fun than us. Yeah. Chug. Um, all right, time to get into the sexy stuff. Um, th- th- this is a more general like NHL thing, but I feel like Jack says it very often. Uh, go with uh, takes the body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love or a good things the body. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love a good any reference to like the body that sounds way too sexual. <laughs> He's he's a big fan of the hit to make the play too. Like, is that is that one a body shot then? (laughs) Body shot. You you gotta take your take your roommate, whoever you live with, whatever. Just not any family members. (laughs) Body shots off the homies. Pets or pets are the homies. No, pets are family members. So no, never mind. Um, Are you really good friends with somebody if you haven't done a body shot? body shot <laughs> all right cam um this one's a rarity but it's a uniquely jack edward experience uh anytime he equates the game of hockey to literal war <laughs> um yeah. it's the classic one uh you're not gonna find that anywhere else it's it is certainly uniquely jack edward's experience um look i'm all about hockey but <laughs> when we're making literal war comparisons it's, it probably is going a little above and beyond um but yeah that's i mean that's what you get with jack i don't know Very what to, as far as like how far to go with that one um well, that, that's like half a beer probably yeah at least yeah i think that's yeah you gotta be getting ready for war so, yeah. <laughs> you know war half a beer it's it's the same thing right yeah <laughs> clearly uh, depends on your tolerance <laughs> does that bring me us to me oh yeah it brings us to you yeah. uh i'm gonna go high above the ice level just so you can start every single game you gotta start it off strong that, that was on my list how did i yeah. forget that one high above the ice you can tell I'm so excited about this episode, so I'm glad I can do this one. <laughs> you got to do, uh, I, I would say you got to do an extra drink if he does like the little pause and it does the like, and we are high above the ice. <laughs> no, that's when you do a little smoky smoky. Like, <laughs> yeah. You get a little crossfaded <laughs> during the game. <laughs> it's crossfaded right off the bat. All a right, shot Katie, and a hit got? of a joint. There you go. <laughs> Uh, another classic would probably be we got a Donnie Brook. So <laughs> yeah. whenever they start beating each other, Any, up, anytime um, there's there's more than one fight going on, that, yeah. that'll come out of Jack's mouth. Whenever any physical thing is happening, he pretty much calls it a Donnie Brook. So I would say this is just a sip because I think it comes up quite a bit. He loves to call it, call things Donnie Brooks. So 
<laughs> this is like a little bit of face washing behind the <laughs> behind the goal. Yeah. It's a dirty brook. <laughs> no, this is just them asking how each other's significant others are doing. <laughs> yeah, we got a Donnie Brook. <laughs> Jack just um, loves the statement. <laughs> all right, I'm going to continue the uh, the sexuality. Uh, we're going with penetrates the zone. Yes. That's uh, that's another one that's not necessarily uniquely Jack, but he also just says it way too much. Mm-hmm. So wait, what's that? What's that? Get you? That's just gonna be a sip. I feel like that happens like two, three times a game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Came out wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna give a special shout out to Lancey on this one, but he sends it down the river, uh, the, the down the frozen river, uh, specifically. Yep. Um, but that's a anytime they ice the puck, sending it down the river. That's a big old, uh, big old Jack Edwards one right there. Uh, that's pretty common. I don't know. Icing, you know, you get that quite a bit. Probably just a, a swig on that one. Just a swig. Just a swig. Just a swig. We've got a lot of swigs going here. Um, I'm Next, I'm going to do, uh, he's using his face as a punching bag. Now, he did this <laughs> first during a fight that Adam McQuaid was involved in. I forget who he faced, but it was someone... <laughs> On the avalanche, but then he actually used it again like years later. So this is like a like a leap year kind of kind of deal we got here with Jack. So using his face as a punching bag. So I'm gonna go with and since it's once in a blue moon kind of thing, I think you gotta chug a blue moon. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go with that. All right, Kaylee, what you got? I'm going to go for, just because this is like a running joke on Bruins Twitter with Bruins fans, whenever he announces the Ford F-150 Final Five. Hell (laughs) yes. If the Bruins are losing or if they're winning, I would say do a chug. Come on. There's nothing more romantic than the Ford F-150 Final Five. Like a quarter of your beer at the Ford (laughs) F-150 because it's either a good chug or a bad chug in the final five minutes. I feel like it should be like a finish your beer. Like, so it depends on okay. what you got left. Yeah. So you, you I gotta, love in those you drinking make sh- games when you get fucked with that. Yeah, you got to make sure when it's chug your, along, your along there for the, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't remember who did the uh, original tweet, but definitely somebody on Bruins Twitter um, shouts to them. Uh the like what if we made out during the ford f-150 <laughs> final five during the ford f-150 final five ford <laughs> f-150 final five minutes of yeah it, it took a it, it took uh, it took on a new life after that but somebody had the original tweet that was like what if we kissed and mm-hmm. nothing has been funnier since <laughs> Um, so I will take, um, takes a number. Anytime someone gets hit and they take a number. Do we have a, a length of, of, of drink for that? I think, I think that's just a, a sip of beer. Probably I think you gotta take a number of sips based on what number that yeah, is. Yeah, there you divided go. Divided by. I was kind of wondering. Yeah, but divided by like ten. I would say it's the it's the first digit. Yeah, it's the first digit of the number. Whoever's number he's taking, you take that many sips. 
Uh, I'm going to go with uh, anytime anyone misses the net and they leave a dent in the end boards. Oh, uh, good that's one. A pretty good Jack one right there. That's a good one. Uh, Drew, probably just a, a swig. When you're done typing this, can you like give it to an owl and have it sent to me? Yeah, yeah, I'll give it to <laughs> Hedwig. Your owl, like Hedwig. Can you like <laughs> take your typewriter and like stamp Ooh, it with your R.I.P. Hedwig? It's going to Errol. Yeah. R.I.P. I guess I guess Errol's probably dead too. We'll go Pigwidgeon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You really do need to like post this though. This needs to be like official, and people need to oh, follow. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta take some fan responses as well first. Yeah. So what what was Cam's something about? Something. Uh, leaves a dent in the end boards. They miss the net. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Drew's muting the and and sip right now. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's a sip that that happens. Oh, I love right, the Drew. sound of a good typewriter. I just don't know how loud it is, so I don't want to. ASMR. I mean, it's it's loud, but also it's like very atmospheric. So okay, cool. Yeah. But I just don't want to be typing over y'all talking. That's why I mute it for this point. It adds character, especially the ding. Yeah, the ding, the ding's great. <laughs> um, so it's my turn now, huh? Yes. Damn it! I wish I could multitask. Um. There actually was one that I had in my brain. Um, it was another one of those where like Jack gets confused about something, uh, <clears throat> which happens a lot. Oh no, no! When whenever Jack shits on the uh, well, I was gonna say NBC, but now it's just whatever the national broadcasting station is for taking the game away from him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have that game. So I'm going to say Bash's National Network or Bash's yep. Network. <laughs> All right, Kaylee. Um, I'm going to go with Big Juicy Rebound or just Juicy Ooh. Rebound will yep. suffice. That, that, yep. is, that is going to get that, – that's a really good late round pick because that's going to get you so many drinks. Yeah. yeah. I would say probably one of those – Probably the best. Lots of juicy rebound. Yeah. yeah. Another one of those that Wait, like so is what... said by many announcers, but Jack uses a lot. Yeah. So what's the like exact? Because I know juicy rebound is different than just a sip for juicy rebound. Yeah. Juicy rebound. Um, and I think this is uh, one of the last ones I have on my list. Uh. Jack complaining about the officiating threshold. Yes, that's a great yeah. one. What's the threshold? Yes, he always says threshold. That's a good one. He <laughs> or like he'll be like the crowd wants a call. Like he always, and then he continues to talk about the threshold. Ooh, yeah. So add add both of those, uh, Kaylee. Jumping ahead of the line, but right. Where, where's the whiteout? Where's necessary. the whiteout? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. crowd, crowd wants a call, and yeah, okay. So I'm crowd gonna go officiating threshold parentheses crowd, yeah, wants a call. So, so like additional drink for crowd wants a call, okay. Yeah, so make it like a bonus type thing, plus one 
Um, this is a kind of rare one, but uh, when he describes a, a shot or a pass as Chinese mustard, Ooh, uh, yes! was, I like this one specifically because Jack actually, I just found, had to explain it in a tweet back in February of 2018. Uh, it is apparently a tribute to Jim Booten's book, Ball Four, which he says baseball fans should read every spring. Uh, Ball and it Four apparently is a, gr- is a really in- great book. Impossible to hit fastball apparently means Chinese mustard or vice versa. So uh, I, I don't think you could ever find another announcer kind of bring that kind of vocabulary out, but that's Jack. That's absolute classic. I'm mad I didn't think of that one. It was it was going to be my last pick. Really? <laughs> um, Drew, you got anything? Well, what's that? Um, what, Chinese, Chinese mustard? Oh, that's got to be like a f- fucking... Yeah, let's do some chugging for that. Yeah. Let's because th- that's that's once every couple of years kind of deal. Yeah, he hasn't said in a while. Um uh, Welcome to Boston. I feel like is something he 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 says for uh, you know when when the player that they finally uh, whether it's a rookie or a or a player they trade for or sign or whatever you know they have their welcome to Boston kind of moment where he uh, whether whether it's a sick goal or in Trent Frederick's case it was a fight where he where he had said it uh, where he just beat the shit out of that guy um, yeah I think welcome to Boston. Uh, it's always just a happy occasion. It's like, oh yes, feller, welcome. That's got to be a solid chug too, because that only happens yeah. uh, once or twice a year, you know. All right, Kayla, you got anything else on the list? Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with D to D, and I know that a lot of announcers say this, but Jack says it every game or almost every period, at least I feel. And he like, says it really sexually too. So yeah, he's like we're, D, we're on board to D, D to D, D to D. So that's definitely, I would say that's just a sip because he says it pretty much every game. You can yep. guarantee it. So. Uh, probably a couple times a game too. Yeah. Um. I think this is the last one that I have. I have a couple others that like probably aren't specific to Jack, but this one's this one I associate more with Jack than anybody else, but a shot with intent. One that one that I uh, like, I understand what he means. Like he's, he's saying like, Oh, it's wide of the net or whatever, trying to get a deflection or like trying to be a pass. But also in my head, I'm like, isn't every shot a shot with intent? <laughs> yeah, Chris, just the, my next one was going to be uh, when he specifies intentionally wide, uh, yeah. which is kind of yes. one of the same there. Um, which, so, uh, I, don't know, we'll, I, I do appreciate that because that's we'll a lot of hockey those. or like casual hockey fans might be like, why did he just miss the net? And it's like, well, he actually was trying to. And, and so there's a little bit of value there, at least. Um, yeah. But yeah, same same vibe for sure. So Swig? Swig for that, yeah. I think we have to differentiate a swig from a sip, though. I guess we don't really need to. I guess like if you if you drink enough, you understand. If you drink enough, you understand. Because some are sip and some are swig. Swig is (laughs) definitely bigger than a sip. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to read this back after. (laughs) 
<laughs> a swig is like two sips. All right. Does anybody else have any more? I feel like well, we have I some have honorable mentions, more. maybe. Yeah. All right, Kaylee. We can finish it off with he says a bee in his bonnet. Oh, let's go. I was going there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. He doesn't say it as much anymore. I feel like he used to say it a lot more. But mm-hmm. that was one thing that always stood out to me: a bee in his bonnet. So I guess that's when a player is like, kind of like riled up, or like he's moving fast, or dangling or doing something cool he's like a bee in his bonnet so yeah i I think that one since you you mentioned it was like a classic one that he doesn't use as often you need to like take a sip of like a fine wine like you you like something that's like (laughs) or like a cognac nicely aged (laughs) a merlot in tribute to the fallen merlot merlot all right sip of merlot (laughs) open up a open up a merlot let Put it in a decanter and let it breathe for half an hour, <laughs> and then take a sip. Right. I'll, I'll add let it breathe for half an hour. <laughs> let the tannins mellow. Um, yeah, I guess the only other thing I would add is like an honorable mention, like optional, because it's it's a little bit of classic Jack, but also I think he does it occasionally is a like a rocket or a rocket off the end boards kind of like a tribute to the johnny rocket Mm -hmm. a johnny rocket that was really fast oh man pour one out Mm -hmm. uh while we're going honorable mentions uh i'll go can of corn uh pirouettes another baseball reference (laughs) yeah uh takes the ice in front of him he's a big big fan of that especially when it's defenseman moving the puck up ice and the transition uh, and A frames. He's a big fan of the A frames. Ooh, like the A frames. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll add all those as sips. Uh, Drew, add that in post. Oh, and the uh, the tic tac goal. He breaks that one out once in a while. Usually that's for the, a swig the direction for sure. line. One, one I'm going to add, I think that we ought to uh, save by Rask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll be um, drinking champagne to celebrate uh, if we hear that one this season. So, <laughs> All right, so yeah, save by Rask is champagne. All right. Hell yeah. All right, I'll add those posts. Uh, uh, want me to read through what we got? Uh, no, yeah, no. Probably, probably unnecessary. No, just uh, we'll we'll put it in the document and, <laughs> and do that. I, I honestly, I really have to pee. So we'll, <laughs> we'll wrap it up. <laughs> we'll wrap up this episode and uh, and then uh, deal with that after. Um, Kaylee, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, so you have a relatively new podcast. Uh, do you want to plug it? The the Brewings and Things podcast. You may have been wondering why Kaylee knew so much about the Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, I actually started my own podcast with my younger brother, Cameron, and one of our good friends, Alex. Uh, he's a Red Wings fan. So um, that's why we called it the Brewings and Things because it's like Bruins, Red Wings. But it's not a Bruins and Red Wings focused podcast. It's actually all NHL, but we definitely lean and tend to be a little bit more biased towards our teams, of course. But we cover all things and we're just starting out. I think we're on episode six now. Um, So we're brand new. So we're on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube, everything. So you can check out the Twitter. It's BWAT podcast. So it's us three just kind of 
doing our thing and we try to make it a little unique we do like a nhl history segment which i do um alex does an analytics segment so he kind of goes through the analytics for the week um he's like really good he's like a little j fresh i always call him like little j fresh so he's like really knowledgeable so he always goes through like advanced stats and tries he's to your like- lancy yeah he tries to like explain <laughs> to people like the analytics type stuff and then uh cameron my brother he does He's into like betting and gambling. So he does the betting for the week and the spreads for the week. So we try to do put like a little unique spit on it and do our own little thing. But yeah, um, I will definitely like to have each one of you as guests eventually, but we're still baby pods. So we're working our way up and then we'll be as cool as you. So you guys. Can <laughs> yeah. I think we owe you a lot for coming on here. So yeah, yeah. for sure. Any, but also I think what we owe you is not coming on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't want to interrupt. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, you can you can have us all on at the same time. You can have us all on separately, whatever. Yeah, you can have all at the same time. Would be absolute chaos. Yeah, we've done it. Chaos. We yeah, ruined, so you can invite ruin Lance's podcast. Yeah, that we took over Lance's. You can have Chris, Cam, and Drew on, or you can have the Bruce and Burns podcast on, but you need to specify which one it is because we're coming in flying with different intentions depending on which one it is. So. That would be legendary, but I appreciate you guys having me on. This was an absolute blast. Always our pleasure. We'll we'll do it again soon. Yeah, as long if as you want to. Stays <laughs> if you can handle it. <laughs> All right, keep drinking out there, y'all. Later. Yeah.